0: Welcome to Locals Only Cantina,
1: mixing it up with Brandon and Sheree.
0: What's up, what's up, you guys? Hey, w- w- welcome back to episode number two.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So last time we um, we kind of talked about, we launched our little show here about like what kicked us in the ass to do something that we all already wanted to do. Um now we're back we're just going to start from the start again so we're going to have a conversation about how we met sheree actually did a little bit of a survey thing this week to prepare for this um about what would you ask people
1: i just wanted to know what, what everybody thought would be their top five thing if they had a friend that needed advice and it, what were the top five things that you would look for in a partner or what you would give them advice wise to look for in a partner and I kind of just wanted to see what everybody's responses are and see how they relate to what happened when Brian and I first met and if we kind of followed down that path or if we did it all wrong. So what do you think? Do you think that we did it all wrong or do you think we...
0: Honestly, I don't fucking care if it was right or wrong because it worked. <laughs> right? but, um, no, there, there were some things that, that uh, when we met that I probably wouldn't advise people to do.
1: There are some things
0: you did that if my buddies were like, dude, she did this, I'd be like, dude, fucking bounce.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh That's true. It's probably true.
0: True story. And there are things that I did that your friends would say fucking bounce. Right. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of fun to look back because we actually started dating and got married in our early twenties. And I was actually 19 when we first met. And when We got married, I was probably 20 actually, when we got married. Um, But just the differences in what you look for in a partner in your early 20s compared to being in your 30s or 40s even. And I think that's a big thing to discuss because there's huge differences in that. And if you still think it's gonna be all about what you learned when you're in your early 20s, you have different ideas about life. You actually kind of are getting to know yourself a little bit, so I think those ideas change a little bit, but I don't
0: know. Let's... We all have unique situations too, to deal with as well. I mean, I, mine was a little bit weird, yeah, when we first met. So, yeah, Um. all right, let's go.
1: Okay, well, so, because of the survey that I did, I'm just gonna kind of see where we were at when we first met and kind of tell our story like a little that. bit. Okay, what do you think? Or do you want to tell a little bit about how we met?
0: I think we just start off telling how we met, and then we bring that up in a bit. Okay. So I was engaged to someone else the day before I met Cherie. Yep. Like, less than a day, less than 24 hours.
1: How long were you engaged for?
0: Off and on for a few months. Um, We had a really crazy off-and-on relationship. None of my friends could stand her, but I was hooked hooked enough to go back you know I mean I'd break up with her or she'd break up with me we, we both did multiple times but it was uh, a little bit weird but um eventually like you know you get to the point where you gotta just be smart instead of follow your whatever it is lust I mean I don't know it was love too <laughs> I loved her too but it was she was really hot and so that that was, was hard to like stay away from um But plus we went to this really small school, right? So we'd break up and then we'd be in this small school and you just couldn't avoid each other. other. So so that made things hard too. But um, no, I mean, ultimately it came down to she had some trauma in the past, baggage in the past. And I I finally had to get to the point where it's like, this is really sad and everything for you. But it's just not something that I want to deal with in my life, the rest of my life. And so I asked for the ring back one night and I went home. I told my friend that I broke up with her. He jumped for joy. I said, I need to go out with somebody else. Who do you know? And he, he knew was three.
1: saying that he needed a rebound, girls, basically what <laughs> he was
0: saying. <laughs> Something like that.
1: Let's just be honest. <laughs> you don't go on a date with a girl the next day it's looking for your next relationship, right? It's not
0: untrue. So so he says to me that he knows this chick named and I said, Is she cute? He says, Yeah, she's cute. I said, Okay, let's go. So he set up this like group date. There were like, I don't know, were like six of us that went out?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: She showed up dressed to the nines,
1: <laughs>
0: all ready for the date.
1: That's a lie, actually. <laughs> so, uh, kind of from my perspective, this is kind of fun because we got to hear like where he came into this dating, this first date. And we were set up on a blind date, so you know every a lot of people think that blind dates don't work out, but they might. There might be one or two that work out, so give it a try. Yeah. But uh, from my perspective, where I was coming from, I actually had been dating a bunch of different guys in the past couple years before this, and I just got to the point where I felt like guys were trying to mold themselves to this perfect person. They were trying to mold themselves to be what the ideal person in our culture was supposed to be. And we came from um, a background where a lot of kids got married young and they went right into marriage really fast because of sexual tension and not being able, I mean, basically when we started when you were younger. Let's let's be real. When you're younger, you have a different idea.
0: We... Grew up in a church that believed that um, the three worst sins were this. Number one, denying the whole Holy Ghost, right? Basically denying God. Number two, murder. Number three, having sex before marriage. How fucking dare you show affection to somebody in that way before you're married? I always thought that it was weird that I could literally beat somebody nearly to death, and as long as they didn't die. That was less bad than having sex with somebody before marriage.
1: Yeah. That's so weird, right? I think that's weird. Yeah. In our culture, it kind of puts you in a point when you're younger to want to get married a lot younger and not it even also, really know what you want. It also exactly. breeds
0: a whole shitload of sexual dysfunction also. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Not here. We're we're fine. We escaped it. But <laughs> so actually,
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry. I,
0: well, no. Go on and then I'll say what I was going to say.
1: Okay. So... The reason why I bring that up is because there was kind of this perfection level that I think a lot of guys felt like they had to live up to. And it often came into play that they were not really who they were. They weren't genuine. They weren't just like being able to be themselves so that you could vibe with that personality or who they were. They wanted to be this example instead of actually just having fun.
0: What I was going to say really quick is I don't know where it falls on the list. It might and we'll see in a bit. But finding someone that's authentically themselves has to be up there, right? Yeah. Um, I've always said, I've said, you know, as people come to me and ask me for advice, friends, family, whatever, uh, a thought that I always have is like, man, nothing can fuck up your life more than choosing the wrong p- person to partner with. Yeah. And I damn near made that mistake. I have lots of friends that did make that mistake. Um but it's a big thing, right? And so that's why we're gonna kind of have this discussion.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I think this conversation is important because you were able to get out of a relationship that wasn't healthy for you. And I think that's hard for a lot of people. I know that many people get in that position where they know it's not right, but they d- can't seem to get away from it.
0: But I love her, but I love him, <laughs> all that. So I've, I've heard that a bunch too. And it's like, well, good luck with that divorce in five years, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, But anyways, going back to what I was talking about is basically these guys just weren't really themselves. And I just felt like every guy that I was dating was very fake, wasn't really presenting themselves. I find out weeks into dating them, things about them that I was like, okay, well, that was a red flag that I could have seen earlier on had you not tried to be this perfect example all the time. And so I kind of just got sick of this, like, level of people trying to be so perfect all the time. Yeah, she met me. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of all played into the rest of the history of our relationship. She
0: <laughs> met me, Mr. No <laughs> fucks given, right?
1: But the funny thing is, is in our first meeting, I was the one who actually kind of went off the rails because I actually had a five-month, kind of hiatus from dating at that time because I was just, I kind of needed to figure out what I wanted in a relationship and why I wasn't actually having fun or following through with these relationships that I was in. And that's what I came to find is that I just needed somebody or wanted somebody to be more genuine and tell me their real feelings about things instead of being an example. And so my friend who, so my friend was dating his friend and that's how we got set up on this blind date and the funny thing was is my friend would set me up on blind dates quite often because she knew i wasn't really trying to date anyone but she would here and there she would set me up with guys and they just were never the type of guys i wanted to be with they she weren't yeah,
0: wingman, <laughs> and all the guys that she was hanging out with had dorky friends and she got to be the wingman Following the sword, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah.
1: So. That's a good wingman right there. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going on a few dates with guys that I just had no interest in, but I would do it just to go out and have fun with some friends. But because this was the past experience, when my friend told me that she had a friend that she wanted me to set, she wanted to set me up with, or her boyfriend did, I wasn't super excited about it but i was like you know it's something to go out and do i'll try it out so i got home from work that day i worked at a restaurant so very greasy gross like you definitely if you're going on a date with somebody that you want to be going on a date with you get you shower you get ready and everything you would think so (laughs) i kind of had in my mind that this was not going to be a date that i was going to enjoy so i gotta
0: (laughs) She still looked cute, but...
1: <laughs> Well, I got on my date and.
0: Not, 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 as, not, <laughs> not her, date. her best, but she still looked cute, though. <laughs> I still thought she was cute.
1: Yeah, so I got home. I didn't really care to get ready. I put my hair up in like a messy curly bun thing because I had curly hair at the time. It was just my leftover hair from being at work. Didn't really do my makeup. I changed my clothes, obviously, so I didn't smell like the grease from work exactly. And I'm really but... glad you didn't
0: show, <laughs> show up in your outfit from
1: work. Oh, yeah? yeah know, restaurant had the
0: worst <laughs> beautiful forms ever.
1: I worked at Cracker Barrel and they have these disgusting brown and black
0: what was their color. Brown, um, black, and like denim. Denim. Denim, denim brown. button up shirt. <laughs>
1: these
0: black, you know, the black, awful, non slip shoes you yeah. see servers wear wearing. they look like. The ninety-five-year-old men's uh, new balance fucking velcro shoes.
1: Hey, I got hit on by so, a lot of old men on oxygen. It they, was because you had the same
0: shoes. <laughs> That's why
1: my outfit probably made me look really old. Probably you had the same shoes. Yeah, something <laughs> common. There. But I often got asked if I was pregnant in that outfit. So that tells you how great my outfit was. But no, I got Anyways. I got home. I got changed. <laughs> And I went on this date, didn't really care the way I looked, but when I showed up to the house where Brandon lived and I got to meet him for the first time, I immediately saw him and I was like, okay, this guy actually is a lot more attractive than most the other guys that my friend sent me up with. So I immediately regretted what I decided to do for that day. But uh, also there was an extra level to that. Because I was kind of sick of these guys trying to be perfect and trying to be something that they weren't in my past experiences.
0: You were sick of them being something they weren't? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, go on. Let's make that clear. This kind of leads into where
1: that's going. He knows. (laughs) But I just decided that I was going to be fake just like these other guys. And I just wanted to see where it would go. But I already made this decision before even coming to meet him. So I, and I'm a bit of like, I love acting. I love doing all that kind of stuff. So it was kind of this experience that I kind of 100% went for before even meeting him. And I just followed through with it. So I made up a story about myself and what I'd done in the past two years that was not at all who I was, but I kind of just wanted to see his reaction and see if he would still want to go on a second date with me. So... Yeah, when I first met him, I saw him and I thought, okay, I should have gotten ready for this date. Let's see where this goes. So And
0: honestly, none of it fazed me. Because one, I'm just not the type to care about that shit anyways. And number two, I was just on a rebound date as far as I was concerned. So yeah, she was much. cute. She wasn't really dressed up all that much. <laughs> but she was still cute though. Yeah. So <laughs> It worked out all
1: right. it's was a little greasy. Yeah, you're fine.
0: <laughs> she had a big, like, pink cast on her foot, too, and that's that's not her fault. She had, oh, yeah. She had ankle issues. And...
1: Yeah, I went skydiving, and I... This was one of the stories that I told Sky them. Skydiving? <laughs> yeah. Do oh, you remember that? this was the lie, yeah.
0: It's not <laughs> this... the truth. It's the lie. That's why I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: though... Yeah, I had such a lame story for how I broke my ankle, and I'm, like, going on this date with this cast on my ankle, and... I told them that I went skydiving and when I landed, I landed in the wrong way and I broke my ankle. What really happened was I was sitting, I was in college at the she time. She had
0: dysfunctional bones and a piece of the <laughs> bone just fell off and got lodged in her ankle.
1: Yeah, I had broken my ankle years prior and one of the pieces of bone was floating around in my ankle and I was doing homework, sitting on my couch and I went to get up and I couldn't
0: I think I think move one my of ankle. the things on that list is <laughs> <laughs> Probably look for somebody with good genetics so that your offspring <laughs> also has hey. good genetics. Hey.
1: But I missed out on Our kids are only half messed up. Yeah, so. <laughs> I may have given them I a lot of those issues. too, it's fine. <laughs> okay, anyways. No, but anyway, so part of my story was in the culture that we grew up in, the religion that we grew up in, it wasn't okay to live with anybody before marriage. It wasn't okay to... Um, just live a different lifestyle. You said you were
0: inactive in the church, Yeah, means in that church means you're not going. Yeah, home. I mean... You're living a life of sin, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: so I kind of, but it, that's not who I was at all. Like, I was very to the T on most things in the religion, so it was...
0: Obnoxiously
1: <laughs> It was kind of like one of those things that I just wanted to see his reaction, because... I don't know. I think for me, I I love people and I don't want to be with somebody who can't have that love for other people. And that was kind of my my way of seeing the type of person he was and if he actually had that personality trait that I was looking for. So I completely, the first date, I made up a whole lie of the first date. And I didn't know where I was going to go on the second date with that, but I just (laughs) kept to my lie the whole time. But one thing that he did, like, we went to this coffee shop in Sugar House, Utah, and doesn't exist anymore. It used to be on the corner there. Really cool coffee shop. And then we went back to his house, and him and his friend played music. And that was, like, one of the things on, I think, most girls' lists. If you can be with a guy that's, like, a musician, you can play guitar and sing, this guy was good. And him and his friend sang songs, and and it was cute. They played, he played his cards, right? That's all I have to say. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. what i what i think would be fun is i want to take the list of what everybody else came up with with the survey with my friends who actually played along with my survey to see where it goes um, i think honestly when you're in your early 20s depending on your culture in many ways and your religion whatever you're involved in in your younger years you have a tendency to actually kind of go off of that attraction in that first love feeling instead of actually and really knowing what your you want. Younger
0: years? Okay, bullshit. Everybody, even my older friends who are still single or divorced or whatever, I'm, I'm going to spit something at you right now. Nobody fucking falls in love with your personality at first sight. I'm sorry for all of you out there that think that sounds mean or whatever being attractive is a good thing yeah so it's not just when you're young that you fall in love with people you fall for people that are attractive um you should always in my mind you should always strive to be attractive even until you're friggin' old right yeah but because guess what we all have eyeballs unless you go blind someday i guess right but as of now i have eyeballs and she has eyeballs So that's not just a young thing. I'm just going to call a little bit of bullshit on on the fact that you said it was young. That's all. No,
1: I mean, I think that that's where you base a lot of your decisions off of, right? Because you don't really know what you want because you haven't had relationships at that point in time. I would say that's number one. Okay.
0: Number one. He's
1: jumping ahead. He's he's not letting me do my list. Well,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) So after doing the survey, I had probably about... Um, 12 people give me their top five on what they thought was good for a, getting into a relationship and looking for your partner. So number one, and I will say the age group of these people giving me their answers was above 30. So That's it's kind of skewed because, you know, have world, friends, but, <laughs> but I, I think it's it's a good way to look at it. But number one was communication. I don't think as a young 20-year-old, I was looking for good communication. again,
0: you're hanging out in the bar, you're hanging out in a place, you see somebody across the room, you're not attracted to them because of your communication, you haven't said one fucking word to this person, your eyeballs thought, I want to communicate with them. So, again, I'm going to stand with my answer that attractiveness is number one.
1: Well, yeah, I would say you have to be attracted to them before any of these other things come into play.
0: Nothing else comes into play unless you have that. (laughs) Nothing. But as you
1: start to date, if you realize that they...
0: Like your buddies and then you're like, well, I'm not attracted to you, but I think you're really cool. And then that thing might grow, right? There might be those. Or there are those. I get that. But I'm talking about spotting somebody, deciding to date them. 99% of the time, attraction has to come first.
1: Well, that's why I say it. I mean, when you're a little bit older and you realize what after relationships that you've had that have failed and things that haven't worked... I think that's where these, this list comes from is being able to say, Hey, this was big in my relationship. This is what I would recommend somebody to look for. So, yeah,
0: but <laughs> this might be a subject for a whole another show afterwards though. But if you get to that point where are like, listen, I'm not going to even look for attractiveness. I just want to have somebody that's fun to be, be around. You can get stuck in a whole new trap. Do you want to just be friends that live together or do you want to be sexually attracted to each other and have that type of a marriage? Right. So that can get you stuck in a whole new trap long term, I think, too, right? Like you still have eyeballs. You still have hands and feelings and sensors. And since you can like to feel things and touch things, Um, I still think I'm going to stick with that one. But go on. Next one.
1: Okay. So number two. I'm
0: all prepared to call bullshit on the next one, too. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Maybe.
1: So you're definitely going to call bullshit on this one. All right. Let's go it's looks and attraction
0: (laughs) oh the only thing i call bullshit on that is that was first
1: yeah so obviously to multiple people i mean these were the top two that got the most votes for and looks and attraction i think that's definitely a part of it and you kind of already talked about it and how
0: communication is huge too the only bullshit i call is just (laughs) Flipping those, flipping those two, (laughs) because you can't be with somebody you can't talk to. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you and not just talk to somebody that you know, when you have issues, can communicate those issues or be honest with you. Or sometimes you want to have a
0: like a deeper discussion than like the norm, and like if the Hmm. person you're with only wants to talk about like very shallow things, well, that's really hard, you know. So yeah, um, you want to be able to have similar interests. Be able to have those discussions. Number one is still being hot, though.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we can agree that in our relationship, we started out with probably being attracted to each other for the most part, right? For the
0: most part, it wasn't until
1: our second date. Quickly
0: improved once she tried,
1: except for a car. Which was funny because the first date that him and I went on, he was wearing this big bulky sweater. And I was like, "Mm, he's got potential, but I kind of want to see what's underneath that sweater. So... Yeah, on our second date he came with this tight shirt on and his muscles were showing. And so yeah, looks and attractiveness definitely was on my mind back then. And then on the
0: second date, she showed up looking cute physically, but she showed up in her fucking grandpa car and I'm like
1: <laughs> and you liked my geez, grandpa car. It, was rough, yeah. it won you over. <laughs> oh,
0: it was hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm a car guy and that, that was a hard one to hard pills
1: i drew a ford taurus and yeah. it was like this sky blue kind of baby blue we're not
0: talking about the the show or anything like that either the shl we're talking about grandpa's <laughs> grandpa's car hey
1: my daddy took me to the lot and he's like you're gonna get married soon so you need a family car yeah, i true. wanted the yellow jeep on the lot it was sexy i knew i wanted it i knew i was gonna look awesome it in it rad. But my dad talked me into. And then we being got
0: married, and that beneficial. car became mine for, for foreseeable future for. You years. loved it.
1: You loved it. It was all right. All right, move <laughs> on. Okay. So anyway, one thing that I want to say, though, is the number one thing on this list. I don't think you and I were really looking for a good communication system. We were just, we were young. We just wanted to find somebody we were attracted to and somebody that we vibed with and that we wanted to go on another date with, which, by the way, he didn't call me after the first date. I had to call him and set up another date because I'm the type of woman that I know what I want and I'm going to go after it. That was a good point, too. It wasn't going to. So, him, <laughs> so number three on the list is loyalty and trust. Yeah. So loyalty and trust. Do you think that was something that we looked for when we were first getting together? No,
0: I wasn't even th- thinking about that yet.
1: You know, I will say, so when Brandon and I were dating. But when you
0: choose a partner, like we weren't just because we met and went on our date. Doesn't mean we were trying to choose a partner yeah. yet, though. When I got to the point where, and this is a little bit down the road, it's, I did go back to my ex a couple times. But when I got to the point where I'm like, listen, I I need to choose somebody that's that's smart to be with, that I'm going to be smart and choose the right one, that's when that came down to play.
1: Yeah, I mean... That was probably a big thing that probably with my parents seeing what I was going through with Brandon. So him and I dated for two weeks, then he broke up with me. He went back to his fiance for two weeks. Then he broke up with her, went back to me for two weeks, then he broke up with me and went back to her for two weeks. The third time we got back together, I just expected that it was going to be a two-week long relationship again, and he's going back there to her. So... I But in that moment, I knew in that third time, if he didn't stay with me, that I was going to be done. And after the two weeks of dating, that last string of dating, I actually, after two weeks, because it, it was like right on the mm-hmm. dot of two weeks, every every two weeks off and on. And I... That's what she says. I don't know if that's exactly accurate. But... It was. I remember. We were in my what? my parking lot of my apartment building, and I was just expecting you to break up with me. And I, and I remember you asking me, you're like... What's wrong? Are you okay? Can I and I'm tell like...
0: the worst story? Oh, great! This is the worst one. <laughs> I just broke up with her. One of the times, then I went down to the parking lot. Did I lock my keys <laughs> yeah. in my car? Or was my car just dead? I
1: totally forgot about yeah,
0: that. And you had to drive me home. <laughs> he after
1: totally that. broke up with me, and then he locked his keys in his car <laughs> at my apartment. I totally forgot about that and he literally had to come back up because that back in the day
0: like she just
1: walked but i was i was a nice person i oh, am nice still a nice person She's still nice but he <laughs> he came and knocked down my apartment i'm like what this is my thought is like what the hell do you want She's right like, he changed his mind I'm like no i didn't
0: change my mind but my keys are locked in my car
1: yeah a ride <laughs> Yeah. Doucher, so, man. I had to literally drive him home oh after he broke gosh. up with me one of the times. But <laughs> I haven't thought about Why did I want to stay with you? I don't know. <laughs> I, just came I back to my totally mind. forgot about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: sorry, <laughs> move maybe on, it was move a little on. bit
1: of a pushover, but after the second time he broke up with me, I weirdly literally got
0: Guys, no, number 4 on the list is find somebody that will drive you home. <laughs> After you break
1: up with them. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> All right, move on, let's go. Okay. okay. So number four is was okay. actually one that I never I didn't actually think would be on the list and it was humor. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's good. I never it was never something that occurred to being on my list, but you know, you want to be with somebody that can make you laugh and make you smile. So I don't disagree in that. Nope. That's and good. I like did that
0: I one. make you laugh when we first got together? I remember remember my friend Lance. I think it was the first night. I think we just hung out on the couch all night long or something like that. And Lance came downstairs the next day, t- tired as hell, looking like he just got got his ass kicked because he had no sleep. He's like, that girl never <laughs> shuts the hell up. She laughed all night long. All night long. True. It be true. Yeah. <laughs> i
1: have this weird like nervous thing i thought it was cute (laughs) yeah when i'm nervous i laugh and i smile i i weirdly have this like one emotion for most emotions that go through my body and i smile or i laugh actually when i was younger it's really
0: inappropriate sometimes actually
1: yeah like i didn't
0: Mad at her, and she laughs at them.
1: And they <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Ask your so coaches in high school. I did have a coach in high school that made me run laps around the four baseball diamonds that I was practicing at because I. She's yelling at me, and I didn't know how to respond. And I smiled, and she's like, "Get that smile off your face. Go run and laps." And that wasn't fun. I learned how to really? try not to smile in those situations, but I don't know. It was just my way of. Dealing with emotions and...
0: Did I make you laugh? You asked me a...
1: Obviously, if I was laughing all night. Like... <laughs> I know, but it's nervousness
0: though, right? Like that's not like g- genuinely like being funny though is the thing.
1: You're kind of funny.
0: If you laugh when I'm pissed off at you and then like I can't tell which one's real.
1: Do, do you think mm-hmm. I laugh when you're pissed off at me? <laughs> I
0: know you do and it makes me more mad.
1: Oh yeah?
0: Yeah. It... Anyways.
1: It's okay if I just have a happy demeanor. <laughs> he has happy. resting bitch face, so have we have to actually kind of compliment each yes. other in some way. That's not If we come up to a to like friends or like other people, and he's got resting bitch face, and I got a smile, and people are like, "Yeah, that's a good, a good balance, right?" We average out to
0: just
1: a boring <laughs> person, right? Yeah, we're lame <laughs> in the middle.
0: We're just <laughs> mildly fun to be around. That's <laughs> right? all. Yeah.
1: Okay, so number five is integrity and honesty. So, that one's kind of a funny one, because I pretty much lied our first date. Yeah, so. yeah. And then I had to explain what that, well, all those lies were off in the next couple well, of days. Well, the thing so. was, is
0: when she came clean about the lies, I'm like, well, that was weird. But I still didn't care, actually, because I was still at the point where I'm, like, just trying to have fun.
1: Yeah. It didn't
0: really bug me that much. I did think it was weird.
1: Yeah, if you go on a date with a girl who lies the whole time, that might be a red flag. So I wouldn't recommend that. But, you know, I just wanted to, I needed something different for myself. You know the saying where people are like, you keep doing the same, what is it, Einstein or someone who says that you keep doing the same thing and you expect different Mm -hmm. results? That's kind of where I was. I wanted to do something different to get different results. The girl that I was with
0: before, I didn't know until we were actually engaged that she was actually a year older than I was. yeah. She lied to me about her age. Like, a year, though, is all.
1: That's so weird. For, like,
0: months and months. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And then
0: she came clean one day. She's like, I am... And I'm like, what? I am... She had a hard time, like, saying it. She probably goes, older than you. And I'm like... Like, how much? (laughs) It was, like, eight months. She's like, like,
1: I'm 50 years old. I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) that's
0: super weird, right? But okay, all right. That is strange. That's how I felt when you came clean. I'm like, okay, that was a little bit freaking weird to... But okay, that's fine.
1: I came clean like on our second date though. It wasn't Second like... date? I
0: don't think it was second date. No? No.
1: Interesting. Might have been
0: the third date. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: definitely not number two. I think some time passed between the time that she came clean or the time that she lied. It may she have been
1: clean. probably not the reason why you broke up with me after no, dating I, for two weeks. I didn't but...
0: break up with you for that. I didn't care. <laughs> I thought it was weird, but I didn't care
1: yeah okay so this wasn't in the top five but um these were like tied for sixth place but i think they're kind of important things actually so i wanted to bring them up one was shared interests so totally. i think that's a huge deal especially because for me one of the things on my list is to be friends and i think that's something that a lot of people don't really think about but if you can't even be friends with the person that you're in love with the first person that you share everything with then it makes everything else harder when you're constantly just in the relationship. For my
0: friends, we don't mean just like, oh, we can live in the same house and raise a family and like get along. We mean like, I want to go ride motorcycles and she's gonna go ride with me.
1: Yeah, so you I know? need to get on that a little bit more. I need yeah. to get my practice up. I just started Her... driving motor, riding so motorcycles I... last year.
0: She didn't want to ride with me because my bike's a hard tail, a little bit harder. Seat back there, so she insisted she wa- wanted her own bike. I bought her this half done project bike, finished it off, and let's be honest, don't tell her, but it's kind of just become my backup bike. She <laughs> never, ever, ever rides it.
1: So. <laughs> hey, I need uh, first of all, <laughs> no, he's right. I really have no excuses. It's really I- nice to have a big- Backup bike though. Hey, when my I, bike has issues, I have one I can still. Go that's going to be our next date night. Yeah, We're okay. going to go yeah. ride because cool. I just cool. need more practice. I, I'm one that I really feel like I have to be good at a skill before I go out and the ride. The point so. is
0: though, is if she's <laughs> willing to do such a thing, right? You know, like that's rad. Or and my bike is badass. Or like this. So. Like, I mean, sometimes maybe you don't have shared interest right now, but maybe you can at least be understanding enough and experimental enough to think that maybe. You could have some. Like, she grew up playing volleyball. I never did. I mean, I played in, like, PE and stuff like that, but I never, like, learned to play. And then just a couple years ago, we got invited to play on this this rec team. It was a beach ball, ball, volleyball team. I knew she wanted to, and I also didn't want to sit home on Sundays by myself and pick my nose. So I'm like, sure, I'll go play. It's a rec league. It's fine. And it turned out to be awesome, right? And so... Sometimes at least being willing to experiment with those interests and you never know and you might like some shit You didn't know that you liked before, you know, so
1: yeah, and that was actually a few of the peop- things that people said is being open to new Experiences being able to try new things and that's important in a relationship yeah. because Brandon even when we first started dating was really into mountain biking I had never really done mountain biking before but I love sporty things so I gave that a try and I wanted to keep up with this guy who had been mountain biking for many years and I almost killed myself a few times on my bike trying to keep up with him. But at least I was open to finding a common interest between the two of us so that we could do things that we enjoyed together and become, we become closer friends by doing that.
0: We have, I mean, one, I feel like there's multiple, but there's, there's one couple that I can think of offhand where the girl loved to dance. He refused to try. And he got to the point where he's like, listen, if you wanna dance so bad, just go freaking dance by yourself. I'm gonna stay home. Well guess what? She's married to somebody else now, right? Like, I mean that's yeah that's a thing. That's you gotta be willing to be there for your partner. And uh, if you don't like to do something, sometimes they might find somebody else that likes to do the thing that you refuse to do, right? So
1: yeah, so go try those new things because you never know if you're actually gonna like them. Yeah. I actually love riding the motorcycle, but I need to get better at it. That's my one thing that I just want to become better, and that only happens if I do it right. right. <laughs> okay, one of the other things um, that I think is important that was tied for sixth place was intimacy. And so I think that's important just because of what Brandon was saying earlier. If you are just friends in the house, you become roommates. I'm going to call
0: a little bit of bullshit on that because I think that goes almost to the top of the list, if not the top of the list. Not when you're first looking for somebody, but once you have an established relationship. Yeah. I think that's damn near up to the top. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, well, then you're just friends.
1: And you're just roommates. Yeah. Roommates and, and
0: friends don't fuck.
1: And roommates, if you aren't intimate, then you just can annoy each other and get on each other's nerves because you're always in each other's space. And so it's better if you are in a relationship with that person that intimacy needs to be a huge part of your relationship. Yeah. Huge. For sure.
0: Ginormous. Anybody that says that it's not important in a relationship, I'm sorry, you're just fucking wrong.
1: (laughs) I just don't think that you know how incredibly your relationship can be because you're missing yeah. out on a key part You're doing it
0: wrong. You may not know you are, but you are because it can be awesome and uh, it doesn't need to go away. People think like, I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I had a friend that got married to a girl and he might listen to this and I don't think he'll be offended because I've said the same thing to him and I'm not going to name any names because that would be weird, but... Um, I told him, I'm like, dude, don't marry this chick, right? You know, and anyways, long story short, 11 years down the road, she only let him have sex with, him, with, with her like a couple times a year tops, right? 11 years married, no experience in that. So now they're sp- put up and divorced, and he's experiencing all that for the first time for th- the most part. Yeah. Um, you cannot, it, your marriage cannot survive, will not survive without that.
1: Yeah, and especially if you decide to use sex as to get things out of your relationship, yeah, like that's a weapon. Yeah, and that happens a yeah, lot huh. too. Yeah, a ton. So the last one that was tied for sex was personality. So I think that's important. You know, yeah. you you definitely don't want to be with somebody that you don't like their personality, or else you're just gonna be they're just an annoyed. asshole. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> you're gonna that. constantly be annoyed I with who given, you're with. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're a dick, then I probably shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also pulled it just I just wanted to go over these really quick but um, this was from a blog that I pulled this information off of but it was from it's called the title of this blog was a therapist shares eight things to look for in a life partner um, one of uh, the first one was choose someone for their invisible qualities I thought that was kind of cool because then they're being real about what their qualities are when they don't think other people are seeing them do those things does that make sense brennan's giving me a look
0: (laughs) they're invisible he's very
1: judgy about these (laughs) no i just
0: no i'm not judgy i'm just fucking real right like there's things you can say that sound all nice on paper and stuff like that right but let's be real again nobody falls in love with you at first sight for your personality right choose somebody for their invisible qualities sure but that goes like down the road like are we talking about initial attraction like that person is somebody I want to get to know, or I've already decided that they're the person I want to get to know because I'm attracted to them. Now I'm making a decision seven, eight months, 10, you know, a year to two years down the road. Am I going to stay with this per- person? I think this like, one, what are we discussing here?
1: This list is looking for a life partner. So I would say like eight months into the okay, relationship. So you're
0: already in the relationship. You're already past the attraction stage, the intimacy yeah. stage and everything like that. And you're like, okay. And that is true because I would say, you know, um, the true test of somebody's character is how they are, what they do when no one's looking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's true in that case, but not initial relationship stages, though.
1: Yeah. I think that these are actually really good qualities to find in somebody. but
0: You just got to find, like, at what point in time we're, we're having this discussion about.
1: Yeah, so number two was looking for someone who is growth and learning oriented. And this was actually had a few votes yeah. on my other one. And I think that is very important because if you are in a relationship with somebody and they don't have any desire to have growth or have different experiences in their life and the other person in the relationship is, that makes it really hard. To... I think that's
0: more important for women than it is guys. Yeah. guys are really simple if you're cute and you're pleasant and you like to like touch me <laughs> that's really gonna do like <laughs> like most of it right girls though innately and it's evolution is fine I'm not saying it's a bad thing they want to be with somebody that's gonna provide and take care of them right you know and I'm not saying that you'd, like you also just be bare, barefoot in the kitchen either right that's not what I mean I just mean that like the way that we've evolved your hind women's hindbrain wants somebody that's going to like go out and slay the beast and take care of you and bring the food home and everything like that even though she may have her own career and be successful i'm not trying to step on t- toes here i'm just saying for dudes you could find a dude that makes a m- million bucks a year and he would be just fine dating a chick that does hair for 35 grand a year you're not going to find a chick that makes a million bucks a year and date some dude that's doing construction holding a for fucking road sign right like that's that's not the way it works
1: but on the flip side of that i don't think you're thinking about because you know i'm a great example of wanting growth in, living, yeah. no, in I'm my not relationship i'm just
0: saying it's less important to do but
1: if you were in a relationship thing. with someone who only wanted to have sex in a missionary position and didn't want to have any growth well or that's learning, a whole like... <laughs> different level of growth than what i mean or you're know, with I've somebody that sure, experiment possibly this... only wants to stay in the small, small little apartment, like having somebody who wants growth right. and other things, it, right? It depends
0: on your interpretation. Yeah. That you just read.
1: <laughs> I think there's more of that that guys expect from women too, but I mean, just because you want to be with a partner that wants to grow with you and grow as it's things come not on. Not
0: important. I'm saying is more important for girls than it is guys. Yeah. But it also it depends on the way you interpret that as well which there's probably open
1: to interpretation okay number three is choose someone who isn't afraid of or at least willing to face the tough stuff of life what was that again somebody some look for someone who oh sorry choose someone who isn't afraid of or at least willing to face the tough stuff of life maybe somebody who runs at anything that is scary because probably because of past experiences that's a thing for
0: sure um I would say that's pretty rare, actually.
1: Well, I think it's good to know that somebody can, instead of run from those tough situations, say, hey, I'm willing to stick it through. Because, like, you and I moved to Hawaii, yeah. and it didn't exactly work out to where we could stay yeah. there, and we had to move back. And yeah. that was tough. When we got back, we actually fought a ton yeah. in the first little bit that we came back.
0: And I think, I think it's different perspectives as well, and I'll, I'll say this as well for men and women, too. For men, at least for me, I'll, instead of just saying all men, I think a lot of men would feel the same way. For me, my thing is this: if things get slow at work, they get hard. My business gets slow. It's really like it's stressful for me because all of a sudden I feel like I'm not like living up to what I ought to be. On the flip side, if I'm the one, we we both work, we both provide. I'm just saying. In Utah, there's like this culture where the man provides and the girl stays home. On the flip side, if the woman, if things get hard, she has to also be able to be a teammate in that and face that tough time, right? Instead of blaming, yeah. I don't know, maybe sometimes he deserves to blame, but a lot, a lot, a lot of time not. Um, a lot of times though, girls will just freaking bounce, right? They'll be like, listen, you're not providing what you want and I'm out of here, right? That's scary. That's what's That's the scary part for dudes. Is they're thinking, man, all of a sudden this is hard. I'm making less m- money. Is she gonna stick around? Is she gonna face this tough time with me? It's kind of. It's the same thing. It's just from a different yeah. perspective, right? The, the fears from different. <laughs> well, ways. I think I it's like I a. I don't know if that made sense or not. <laughs> no,
1: I think you're down. You're going down the same thinking that I am. Is that it's right or die? It's us against the world. When you yeah. know that, even I mean, when we move back from Hawaii. We didn't have jobs for like three months. And that was really hard.
0: Before we moved to Hawaii, um, I went through a really tough time in my business. We're going to have to cut this pretty short here. Um, And instead of Sheree doubting me or leaving or who knows what bad things like my silly brain was stressed about. What she did was she stepped stepped it up at her work and got a position at her work that she really wasn't necessarily qualified for, but she's like, times are hard, I need to step up. And so she stepped up as a team member, right? Didn't necessarily put all the blame or all the responsibility on me. Um, And that actually pushed her into like a new level, right? So where some might be like, listen, your business just went away, you're fucking broke. I'm out of here. I can't deal with this. She's like, no, I'm going to do what I need to do to like help out. In fact, that's actually a lot what my mom did when I was a kid, when my dad struggled, my mom stepped up and that's why our our lifestyle got to be the way things were, right? You know, it stayed good because of her hard work for the, the, the most part. So that's a healthy way to deal with that. It doesn't always work out like that, sadly.
1: Yeah, but I think that is a huge thing for a relationship is being able to step in when we need to step in and help each other out. But I think these are all great qualities. I, I think it's kind of fun to go through and tell a little bit about our story. But I think for me, most importantly, is realizing that. He's my best friend. He's where I want to spend my time with. Like I'm not constantly looking for my girls to go hang out with. Like Brennan and I have a good relationship where we spend a lot of time together. And I don't know, that's actually my top is being able to be best friends and on a lover's level, not just a friend level.
0: Yeah. What do you think? I think for me, after... I don't know that it's changed for me i think it's still the same i think um an agreement we made i think we talked about this in our first episode if i'm not mistaken um we, we promised each other we would remain attractive for each other so that t- takes care of that that's that checks the box for that one right you know whether it was 18 years ago or whether it is now um she's still a smoke show um we both try to eat right, we go to the gym, we stay attractive for ourselves and for each other. So I think that's good. Um communication, intimacy is huge. Um
1: I think too I think that
0: having this like being a- able to have the same friends I think has been huge, right? Um for me in in my life I've noticed that a lot of our friends are used to having like the guy has his own friends girls has his own but a lot of people don't like intermingle like couples don't hang out together as couples right which i always found that to be strange i thought that was like the way things were all the time but the more i talked to people more i found that that's not the case but man our group of friends that we have like i mean how cool is it that we can hang out and my buddy's wives are my friends too and my buddies are your friends right like everybody's just so that, it's just, it's fun, right? And I guess my point of that is saying is like, we, we can play, we can go out, we can have fun, we're attracted to each other, our sex life is dope. Um, we have the same friends, so we always like to hang, hang out. I don't have to necessarily leave her at home to go see people. She doesn't have to leave me at home to go see people. Um, we can do some of that some Sometimes.
1: We're not restricting each other. I go out on
0: rides on th- Thursdays most of the time. She does not go. She stays home with the kids and hangs out with their sister and stuff like that. And I go out and ride with my club. and um, So we do things on our own. I'm not saying we don't. But I'm just saying we don't necessarily have to because we have that type of friendship with our... our well,
1: when we go out and we might like maybe have drinks with other people. It's usually us with other couples that have similar interests in their own relationship and having a strong relationship. And a lot of times,
0: and a big part, like our core group of friends, our, our kids are all for friends too. So that makes it fun, right? We can have them all over. We can have a party, we can barbecue, we can have some drinks, and our kids are having fun downstairs, we're in the backyard. And it's just, is good, right? Like intertwining your lives truly as a team it's um, huge. It's huge, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, all the other stuff that comes along with that, right? You want to be honest. You want to have integrity. You want to do the shit. You, you want to do the shit you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Um,
1: I think, too, though, one of the things I wanted to mention before we're done here is a couple people on my survey said, you know, figure out what you want in for yourself and your relationship Because I think when you're younger, you don't really know what you want yet because you don't have very much experience. And that can change too. And it'll change. So realize what you want at the moment and what you're looking for in a relationship and actually have that conversation with whoever you are with before moving too far into your relationship. Because you may have different interests. Like it was important to us to be able to stay physically fit and attractive for each other, but not everybody has those goals. Yeah.
0: And kind of what I'm saying, too, about having friends and stuff like that, that's some, some something that I dug about Sheree almost right off the bat was um, my best friend, Jer- Jeremy, was my roommate. And we had, you know, some other friends in that group. And, man, Sheree just, like, slid in there. Like, we were all buds, right? Like, you know, my kids call him Uncle Jer- Jer- Jeremy, you know. And I have so many, many friends that they started to date somebody, and then they are just fucking were gone right? Yeah. That was not what I wanted. Her best friend, well, one of her best friends, one of them I'm not so keen on right now, um, <laughs> but her best friend, um, I see her, I, I call her cuz, right? I go, what's up cuz, right? Because we're like we're like tight, right? You know? And um, I think that's, I think we just accidentally were like that right off the bat, right? Which, I which definitely... is why we always thought that that was like the norm, and then we found out that it's not necessarily a norm For others, you
1: know? Yeah, I definitely needed to have that as one of the things for me. I knew that was important. I mean, I actually, even when he proposed to me, I made him propose in front of my best friend so she could be a part of it because I do believe that it's important to incorporate whoever you love into the, the relationship of the other people that you love. And we'll have to tell you the engagement story another time because it's kind of funny. That's another show, but... But I think that that's huge, though, because we have had friends that have gotten married to women who we would hang out with them. Same group where, like, I would kind of... Like, we would all get together, and when they got married, their partner took them not only away from their friends, but from their family, and they had to desert their old life. And if you if your partner is taking you away from the other people that you love in your life and refusing for you to be a part of their life or even integrate themselves into that life, that's a huge red flag. And that's something that you should really ask yourself if that person is right for you.
0: Because even now, I mean, my, my two best friends I had at the time, Lance and Jared, Jeremy, all three of us live, live in different States now. And we see each other super rarely. When we do though, I'm, Lance isn't just excited to see me. Jeremy's not just excited to see me. We're all just super tight. It's just like a group of friends coming yeah. back, right? And so, anyways, um, I think we accidentally sort of like stumbled into that. We always just thought that was the norm. It always it was weird to me that others didn't have that same thing. And so, I guess if you're listening to this, I would say try re- really hard to not only have the same interests share the same friends. You can do your own thing here and there, but like it's so much fun to just party with your your best friend and all your other best friends, right? Have fun, play. I would say this, if I were to pick my top five right now off my head, I would say this, attractive, intimacy, willing to play and have fun, which brings in all the the other stuff we talked about, like volleyball and motorcycles and all that stuff. And
1: friendships. yeah. And
0: uh, honesty and integrity. Loyal, loyalty, I think, all fall into yeah. To one as well, and
1: uh, yeah. As yeah. you can see in our relationship, when we first got together, we didn't exactly follow all that. So, are we to say that this is a hard fast rule of the five that you need in your life? No, but figure out what you want and what is important.
0: And, and what you want can change, and what you don't necessarily know how to do, you can fucking learn. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and hopefully this was fun for you guys and you get to learn a little bit about us. Peace out. See ya.